In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Colorado, we are 50 states, 50 Browns fans, 50 weeks, and I'm not here with the president, I'm here with the VP, I'm here with Clifford. How are you, sir? I'm great, Paul. How the heck are you this afternoon? Or I should say, it's late evening there, isn't it? Yeah, it's 10 o'clock in France at the moment, and I want to say thank you so much for your time. This has happened within a, a few hours, so thank you very much for your time. It's my pleasure, Paul. And uh, obviously, my English humour. Let's give your let's give the uh, president of the Mile High Backers a shout out. Oh, Tony Schott is our president. He's been our president since uh, the very early '90s. Um, so, um, just happens that I was in a better opportunity to uh, to work with this today, and I'm I'm really glad to be here, Paul. I enjoy everything that you do. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much. And tell us a little bit more about the uh, the Mile High Club. The Mile High Browns backers have been in existence since the mid-80s. Wow. It was a club started by Terry and Sheila Akers back in the mid-80s. They put a big old uh, dish in their backyard, and they put a personal ad in a defunct newspaper here in Denver, Rocky Mountain News, and 35 people answered it. Um, I think one of the reasons that they wanted to um, – you know, attract Browns fans here originally from the Cleveland area was probably to pay off that dish that they put up. <laughs> um, and so for the first couple of years in the mid eighties, 85, 86, I believe they, uh, people went to their home. And then after that, they started going out to, um, to a uh, local watering holes that we had for as long as we possibly could hold on to. And for a long time, it was very difficult. Taking NFL away for one second, is there any link between Cleveland and Denver at all? Uh, taking away the NFL, a lot of people move here from Cleveland. Is there a that, reason why? That would be the only link that, you know, that I could think of. But yeah. And why? Yeah. The weather. Yeah. The weather is the, you know, the weather is so much nicer. We have four seasons in Colorado. Um, everybody thinks we're a Swiss, the, the city itself is a Swiss village Ooh. and it snows all the time and stuff. That's not the case. We're a huge metropolitan area um, where we can see 60, 70 degrees in December. Um, we can see zero very easily, but overall the sun shines here 300 days a year. And I think that's what draws us a lot, you know, a lot of people. To this city from wherever in the country and as a skier and i'm in france at the moment how far away from the slopes uh we can be you can be on a ski slope in uh from where i'm at on the uh, southeast side of uh, the metro area you can be on a ski slope in probably about an hour and 15 minutes okay excellent is it a glacier is it a glacier or is it seasonal it's a seasonal you know and uh, our season in denver lasts from um, in in the mountains last basically from 
Halloween until this year, most of the slopes are staying open till uh, the first of June because we've had so much to, we've had so much snow in the mountains this year. Awesome. Okay, let's go back into NFL mode. We need to know when the fixtures are, don't we? It's like two more weeks away, and then we can start planning the Denver Browns game. We can't wait for that that announcement. In fact, uh, the Mile High Browns backers are getting together on that, you know, on that brief announcement that they make usually on the NFL Network. We're getting together as a group, um, and we're hoping for a mid-October situation as compared to um, last year where it was at the end of the season. Having at the end of the season, we still had a great, beautiful day that day. We had almost 60 degrees weather, uh, cloud cover skies. So, but again, we're, we're hoping for a mid-October situation. It's the most beautiful time of the year uh, here in Denver uh, about that time. Yeah, it's one that I've penciled in that I may be able to financially do. There's direct flights from London to Denver. So, fingers crossed, the prices are low uh, in uh, April and I can get a direct flight booked. But tell us more about the backers. Do you meet up every single Sunday? We meet up every single Sunday, and we've been doing it for, you know, since the mid-80s and stuff. For a number of years, from around 90 or 91, we met at a place called The Retreat, yeah. a very small local uh, bar that uh, kind of reminded you of a, a bar back in Cleveland. Um, unfortunately, the um, unfortunately they closed down because of development. It was tore down, and we moved on to a place that is now called Winston's. Yes. And this past year, we added one of the most iconic sports bars in uh, in Denver called Stoney's. And they have been fantastic to us. And now we have two viewing locations with the potential of the way things are blowing up. Many more in the future. Wow. So in your city, you've got two different viewing places. Yes. Wow. Uh, population of Denver, what is it? Uh, half a million million? I'm guessing. It oh, is. The, the population of the Denver metro area is probably about two and a half million. Okay. Um, so we have a, you know, we, we could easily add other locations. Keep in mind that we also this past season, uh, uh, Boulder's Browns backers started up and I, I'm helping to, or uh, have helped uh, a gentleman by the name of Mark over in Grand Junction, which is a four hour drive to our West. Uh, get uh, Grand Junction Browns backers started. There's also the Aspen Snowmass Browns backers, Pikes Peak Browns backers down in Colorado Springs, and the Fort Collins Browns backers. So in a state, we're, uh, we're, we're at five, and hopefully uh, Fort Collins gets added soon, and we'll be at six. Awesome. Great to hear. And we, when you uh, have the Browns come to Denver, do you all get together and meet in one place tailgate, or do you still keep separate, or...? This, this, this past season, we did our best to host the all-Colorado uh, Browns backers tailgate. Um, we invited everybody to be there, and somehow, some way, um, we ended up with what was estimated by the Browns themselves uh, that we had a 2,500 Browns fans on the north end of Mile High Stadium. Cool. Um, and we had another tailgate that uh, took place on the west side of the, t uh, uh, of the parking lot or the west side of the stadium. And then the night before, we hosted a party at Stoney's where we brought Kevin Mack in and Eric Metcalf to sign autographs and stuff. And we attracted five to 700 Browns fans that night at Stoney's. Awesome. 
with them two, Jesus, you pull a big crowd in with them two big legend names. Yes. Or <laughs> <laughs> right, excellent. And uh, yeah. tell us a little bit more about yourself. Why are you a Browns fan? Gosh, that goes back to when, you know, my father. Um, he told me stories when I was five and six years old of this brand new team in the All-American Football Conference that he latched onto when he would have been about 14 years old. Um, and it just snowballed from, from there. Um, it's ironic, though, that I did not see my first game. I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. Yes. I did not see my, didn't see my first Browns game in Denver or in Cleveland until I moved to Denver and went back. <laughs> game <laughs> I'd seen them play in Cincinnati a couple of times but I'd never seen them in Cleveland until I moved to Denver just you know one of those things you know there's so many Browns fans everywhere in the country and there's no exception where I'm from Dayton Ohio yeah we are the number one uh U.S. no global fan group in the, yeah in all sports I believe are we at number? Are we at number one now? I re remember reading years ago, Manchester United was still was number one, but uh, and we were number two. But it wouldn't shock me if we'd gotten a number two, uh, number one at this point. I think we've got the most um, different amount of groups or backers anywhere in the world, which makes us number one. Exactly. Yeah, and and uh, Clifford, this is not a soccer show. Can you stop talking about Manchester United, please? <laughs> I can tell you some other soccer stories too, Paul. <laughs> I did some research on you, and you're actually uh, a big fan of the uh, U.S. soccer team, if I'm correct. Uh, yes, I am a huge fan of the U.S. soccer team. And, in fact, I'll have to admit, because I've never seen a, uh, a major Browns win. Well, I did see him win the AFC Central. Uh, one of the greatest sporting events I've ever been to was when uh, the United States beat Trinidad-Tobago here in Denver uh, during the World Cup qualifying process unfortunately uh we lost them in the last game and didn't qualify so <laughs> excellent and uh would you travel to see the usa play in the world cup in the future uh i'm waiting for 2026 i have no desire have no desire to go to russia had no desire and so i guess that was cool and certainly no desire to go to Qatar for a world cup yeah and if i'm correct 2026 is in the usa yeah Yes, it is. And is Cleveland going to be a city or no? Uh, Cleveland is hosting the U.S. men's national team this coming, uh, this coming uh, June 22nd uh, when the U.S. men's national team plays in the, uh, the Gold Cup, which is CONCACAF's, um, you know, our championship here on this side of the world. Okay, cool. You never know. I could be in Cleveland at that time and go and watch a soccer match. How uh, ironic that is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, uh, tell us, this is a big, tough question, okay? At the moment, it's one all, and that's Ohio and um, Chicago area. I don't want to say it wrong on, on the show. So. Colorado. Yeah. Now, here's the question for you. No, sorry. Um, Chicago and um, Virginia are one all in the question, which is, which state do you prefer the food in, Ohio or C Colorado? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Colorado because I've <laughs> personally that I mean personally I've been here for 33 years and the, the the different ethnic foods that I've been introduced to in Colorado is compared to granted that was 33 years ago in Ohio but the you know the ethnic food that I've been introduced to in here in Colorado just blows anything out that I experienced in Ohio. 
So, so tell us, I land in Denver. Where would be the first place you'd take me to show off Colorado food? Wow. Even though I've never eaten there, the most, the, the most icon, one of the most iconic restaurants in this town is called the Buckhorn Exchange. Okay. Uh, it's been open since, oh gosh, since probably, you know, the, the early 1900s. And my understanding is they have rattlesnake on the menu, along right. with the best steak that you the best steak that you can find in town. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake, yes. <laughs> Do I get to eat the snake, or is that a term for a steak? I have no idea how you eat a rattlesnake. <laughs> wow. Right. When I come to Denver, the first thing I'm doing, I promise you, Cliff, is having a rattlesnake, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm, have I'm you heard not... of Rocky Mountain oysters? No, tell me more. Okay. <laughs> you can find those at most restaurants here in the, in Colorado. Okay. And do you know what do you, do you know what uh, Rocky Mountain oysters are? No, I don't. Please educate um, me. I'm not sure what your language is. Uh, they're they're buffalo uh, uh, balls. Ah, uh, buffalo testicles. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, that leads me lovely onto my next question: is <laughs> what body part are you willing to give up, Cliff? for the Browns to win the Super Bowl? Wow, I kind of like everything I have, man. <laughs> because I think we're going to, you know, I, I'm going to have to go a little toe. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I like my body parts. And I yeah. want to see the Browns win a Super Bowl, but I'm going to give up, I'll give up a little toe for it. It's the first time I've said it this season, I'm the same. I can see it happening now, so I'm not going to give up my left leg. I'm going to give up my left little toe as well. No, there you my go. Left, my I, left I hear you don't even need them. <laughs> All right, excellent. Look, Cliff, thank you so much for your time. Uh, where can people find your details? Uh, details, uh, we have our uh, we have our webpage, uh, milehighbrownsbackers.com. Facebook, uh, you know, Mile High Browns Backers. Twitter's mile, Twitter, Mile High Browns Backers. Um, and we're there. Um, we post up quite a bit and stuff, and it's a great way to keep uh, uh, activities or, or happening when we're getting together for games, where we're getting together for games, just a continual reminder. Um, and then we'll, as the season approaches and we know when the Browns are coming to town again, all those places will be a great place to learn where, um, where we'll be having activities and all those types of details. And we're looking so forward to them having the Browns back here again in Denver. It's going to be awesome. And have you got any idea how many Browns fans you've got in Colorado? You know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. I've heard so many estimates of how many Browns fans ended up in the, uh, in the stadium itself during this past game. Um, but there is rumors that there were 10,000 Browns fans in Mile High Stadium uh, for this past game. Um, I was floored by how many people came out and people that traveled from th throughout the country. I met people from, from Canada, from Great Britain. Um, so, I mean, it was just amazing people that, you know, that came from everywhere. Um, and it doesn't hurt that it, it doesn't suck to come to Denver. So, <laughs> Who did you meet from England? Was it my friend Dan I Davis? can't recall the people that I met from England. Um, I mean, it was, it was a whirlwind it was a whirlwind weekend, but there was there was somebody that I recall maybe Dan they were from Great Britain. So did he have a um, did he have a uh, Great Britain flag with a bulldog on it? 
Oh, the the, the, the her Majesty's the 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 of the, of the um, England's flag. I gosh, Paul, it was a long weekend and it was a eventful weekend. I can't recall. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, look, Cliff, thank you so much for the time. Thank you very much for coming on so quickly, and I love to meet you in person. It's gonna be, it's gonna happen this year, hopefully. I look I look forward to it, Paul. Thank you so much. Awesome. Go Browns! Woof woof woof. Woo! I just, I just woke my daughter up.